Welcome back to another episode of Just the Tip Tuesdays brought to you by CK Worldwide, the standard in TIG welding. Right now, CK is running an awesome deal on their MT200 ACDC TIG welder now through the end of March. The MT200 comes with everything you need right out of the box to start TIG welding except the consumables and gas. The MT200 is a complete TIG welding system capable of 5 amp arc starts and has a compact portable design. It weighs in at just 32 pounds. And it's dual voltage, so you can run off 115 or 220 volt outlets, and it boasts an easy-to-use interface to help you get set up to weld in a flash. The MT200 ACDC is the answer to both creativity and production-driven TIG welding. This innovative TIG welding machine provides the ability to quickly and efficiently adapt to dynamic welding situations while maintaining the quality of experience you've come to expect and love from CK Worldwide. Get your MT200 today for just $19.95, along with other genuine CK Worldwide parts and accessories through your local authorized CK distributor. Not sure where your closest distributor is? No problem. Head on over to ckworldwide.com and click on the Find a Dealer tab. It's that easy. CK Worldwide, the standard in TIG welding. And now let's get into the episode. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the fourth episode of Just the Tip Tuesday. Thank you so much for joining me. So during the past couple episodes, I asked people to reach out about topics that they'd be interested in and want to hear more about. And y'all did not disappoint. I've had several submissions, both via email and DMs on Instagram, but two of them really stood out because they're both on the same topic. And honestly, it's on a topic that I wanted to learn more about myself and just kind of develop a, a deeper understanding. So let's go ahead and dig into the mail sack and see what we got this week. Jacob Masterson says, Hi there. I listen to the podcast constantly. I work in the medical device industry and do some work on the side. I was wondering if you could dive into the uses and usefulness of independent amplitude adjustment on AC TIG. I've tried to find info on other people's applications and there just doesn't seem to be a whole lot of information on it. Thank you so much. Have a great week. And then the next day I get an email from Michael Avery and he writes, Amplitude settings for AC TIG. I think that'd be a great idea. Not many people have understanding as to what EP and EN do with welding. Most, I notice, have an idea about balance and frequency. Guys, thank you so much for your submissions. I've already mailed out your sticker packs as promised, and you should receive them soon. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about amplitude. Amplitude is also referred to as DC offset, and it's an advanced setting available on inverter machines for AC TIG welding. So for most parts, aluminum. And it's a setting that's intrigued me for quite a while now. And I started to do a little bit of digging and went really deep into a rabbit hole and scoured the interwebs, checked out an old video from uh, Bob Moffat and myself. We did back in the day on weld.com. Reached out to a couple people on Instagram to get more information on amplitude and DC offset. As I said before, if I don't have all the answers, I'm not going to BS you, okay? I'm going to actually go out and do the research on the topic and come back with an answer. And that's exactly what I've done with this. Now, I've I've played with DC offset a little bit in the past, but uh, now that I've done some more research on it, it's something that I really want to get back into and, and start fine-tuning that skill set. So DC offset is it's actually quite simple, but then again, it's also kind of a complex discussion. 
And it's essentially an adjustment that allows us to to set a predetermined amperage for the DC positive side of the AC sine wave and a separate amperage to the DC negative side of the AC sine wave. But let's back up a few steps before we get into this rabbit hole and get completely lost. I first want to address some of the basics as it relates to AC TIG welding. So AC stands for alternating current, and it's exactly what it sounds like. The current that we're using is alternating back and forth between direct current positive and direct current negative, or in our case, DC electrode positive and DC electrode negative because we're using an electrode in our welding circuit. Now, as the current switches from positive to negative, it creates a sinusoidal wave. Okay, so you might want to just Google that, Google sine wave, S-I-N-E wave, just so you have a better understanding. And the current's actually switching back and forth about 60 times a second here in the U.S. and about 50 times a second in most other countries. Now, that's on a typical transformer rectifier machine, so like your old-school synchro waves, old-school precision TIGs, like those big, heavy-duty machines that sit in the corner uh, that weld really freaking awesome but don't have a whole lot of advanced settings on there. Probably got a whole bunch of fancy knobs all over the place uh, and then just like one digital readout set amperage. Everything else is just on a knob. Whereas like, you know, with our inverters, they're a lot lighter. They're smaller power sources and they have a lot more advanced settings on them. Um, we can actually adjust our frequency on the newer machine. So on transformer rectifiers, you typically can't adjust frequency. Uh, maybe a little bit, but not like we can today. I mean, we can go from like uh, 20 up to 2000. It's ridiculous, depending on which machine you get. Um, so we can actually adjust our, our frequency or the cycles per second. How many times we switch back and forth between positive to negative. Like I said, on a, a transformer machine, typically 60 times a second. But on some of these newer machines, we can crank it up to like 2000, which is insane. I mean, you're never going to need to go that high. Uh, but much higher on inverters, so uh, that's a whole topic for another episode, but essentially what frequency does, it allows us to stiffen up our arc or our puddle. So if I increase my frequency up to like 200, which is typically around where I like it, anywhere from 100 to 200, I can take that arc and just kind of narrow it down a little bit further. So heading back into our discussion, now that we have a, a good understanding of what an AC waveform actually does, let's break it down a little bit further, just because a lot of people don't understand what the, what this stuff actually does. So each part of the cycle plays a different role when we're welding aluminum. The DC positive side of our is our cleaning cycle and the DC negative side is the penetrating cycle. So it's flipping back and forth between cleaning and penetrating, okay? Everybody tracking so far? The cleaning side is what is going to allow us to bust through that top layer of aluminum oxide on the aluminum. So you see aluminum has a layer of a thin layer of oxide and it's actually measured in something called angstroms because it's so damn thin but it melts at around 3762 degrees fahrenheit and the aluminum that's you know just under that that thin layer of aluminum oxide that melts at around 1221 degrees fahrenheit since the aluminum oxide melts at just over three times the melting point of our aluminum we need to remove that oxide layer or bust through it and that's what DC positive does really well. That's where DC positive comes into play. It's literally going to bust through that oxide layer. So as the electrons are bouncing back and forth between positive to negative, as they go from the negative cycle to the positive cycle, and it comes up through that plate back into that tungsten, it's literally going to bust that aluminum oxide out of the way. And that's where we get that white line on the side of our aluminum welds from, from that. And it's called the, uh, the frost line. And it's where DC positive current busted the oxide layers out of the way. And you can actually see this under your hood. 
like as you're welding, you can see it kind of bust out through the or bust out of the way and create that frost line along the edges of the weld. Now, on the other side of the cycle, we have DC negative, and that's typically where we're welding all of our steels and stainlesses and stuff with. That's the side that's going to give us our penetration in our weld. Seems pretty simple, right? All right, so to further explain this, let's talk a little bit about polarity for a quick second and why we use AC to weld aluminum instead of DC positive or DC negative. Now, I know that we can weld on DC negative with aluminum, but it's it's not very common. You know, we, we're, we can use AC application. That's going to be our number one. That's going to be our go-to for most applications, like 99% of the time. And I don't want to get off on too much of a tangent here, but all this is going to make more sense once we get into amplitude. So I want to talk about polarity just for a second. In a welding circuit, the electrons are always going to flow from negative to positive, which gives us a 70-30 split when it comes to our heat. We have an arc that's roughly 10,000 degrees Fahrenheit, and 70% of that heat is going to be on the positive side of our electrode. The remaining 30% of that heat is going to be on the negative side. So like I said, we're dealing with about a 10,000 degree arc here with a 70-30 split. So pure tungsten melts at around 6,170 degrees Fahrenheit. And from the previous explanation of heat distribution, we know that the DC positive side, that's going to be about 7,000 degrees Fahrenheit, which is going to exceed that 6,100 degrees uh, temperature of melting temperature of our tungsten. So that means if we use straight DC negative, we have about 3,000 degrees Fahrenheit to our electrode. So obviously this is going to change with our amperage, but this should help you understand why we're using DC negative for TIG welding items such as steel, stainless, ink and L, and other ferrous types of material instead of DC positive. Because like I said, if we use regular DC positive, we're just going to melt the tungsten, right? It can't handle that amount of heat. We're putting too much heat into that tungsten. Um, with aluminum, we need kind of the best of both worlds. We need the positive side for cleaning that oxide layer off. But then again, we need that negative side to get that weld penetration, Okay. Now that we have the basics out of the way, we're almost ready to talk about amplitude, but we really need to discuss AC balance first because it's really easy to get these two different settings, amplitude and balance, you know, and their purposes kind of mixed up. So AC balance is what is going to allow us to manipulate the time of our DC plus and DC negative cycle. Let's say we have our balance set to 50-50 or, or just 50%, sorry. That essentially means 50% of the time our cycle will be on DC negative and 50% of the time it's going to be on DC positive. So we have equal cleaning and equal penetration. Well, most times we, we actually need less cleaning because we can do a little bit of prep work ourselves, either with a wire brush or, you know, wiping, wiping our material down with acetone or dechlorinated brake clean. So we can actually bump up our penetration by adjusting the balance to spend more time on negative and give us a little bit more penetration. Now, remember, this isn't going to affect our amperage. Our amperage, you know, it's, it's going to be the same when we adjust balance. We're just talking about the amount of time that it spends on the DC negative side or on the positive side. And on most of your machines, like your, your Lincolns, your Millers, and Fronius, those are examples of machines where adjusting balance is time on negative. So if I set my machine to 65% on balance, that tells me I'm going to be at 65% negative. Now, there are some machines like Everlast that if you adjust it to 65%, it's positive. So you got to make sure you know, you know, what, what you're adjusting, if it's time on positive or time on negative. So, you know, make sure you consult your user's manual, uh, depending on your machine, because I know there's hundreds of different machines out there now. So 
make sure you uh, set your balance accordingly and you want to spend more time on the negative side of the cycle. Because like I said before, if we're spending more time on positive, that's a lot more heat on positive and we're going to melt our tungsten. We're going to destroy the point that we put on there because yes, when we use an inverter, we want to use a sharper point or what they call a truncated point where you kind of sharpen it up and then you blunt the tip just a little bit. Uh, you really don't want a needle on there. It's going to melt off anyway due to the heat. Uh, but you do put a, a small point on the end of your tungsten when we're using an inverter system to weld aluminum on AC. Back in the day when we used transformer rectifiers, we would actually ball the tungsten you know, by switching it to DC positive. And that's why it would actually ball because we put all that heat on the end of that tungsten. It allows us to ball the tungsten. And then we would switch it back over to AC and then we would carry on our merry little way. Let's just say we set our machine to 75% balance, which is pretty common for most places and, and most, most things you're going to be working on. That's going to give us a 75% time on DC negative. So three quarters of that second is going to be on the penetration side. The other 25% or quarter second is going to be on DC positive for the cleaning. Okay, so now we're getting somewhere. We know that AC or alternating current has a sine wave. We know exactly what AC means and what it does. We know what side of the, what each side of the, uh, the sine waves does, whether it's positive or negative. We know that positive is for cleaning and negative is for penetration. <clears throat> and the easiest way to remember that is just kind of think about a, a line with zero. You know, if we go negative on a number line, you know, we're going down. And if we go positive, we're going up. So down is penetration, up is cleaning. So DC positive cleaning dc negative is going to be our penetration we know why we use ac for tig welding aluminum and we know we can adjust time on either side of the cycle with balance to improve penetration and cleaning action and now the moment we've all been waiting for okay amplitude so amplitude is a feature that's going to allow us to set specific amperages to our sine wave so instead of working with time we're talking about different amperages now I can set my machine independently on DC positive side and the DC negative side. So instead of setting my machine for, let's say, 250 amps and getting 250 amps on the DC positive side and 250 amps on the DC negative side, we can now set the machine to 250 amps on DC negative for the penetration. And then we can set our DC positive side to like 60 amps for cleaning action. So that's going to allow us to customize our sine wave even more. So now I can add more time and more amps on DC negative, giving me more penetration. Or I can set it, you know, likewise, I can set it the opposite way to have a little bit more cleaning action. So anytime we're welding on like cast aluminum that's really dirty, maybe I don't want to go so far as to 75%. Maybe I want some more cleaning action in there because of all the impurities that are in cast. So I can actually set a little bit more amperage and time to that positive side of the cycle. So it's really going to depend on, you know, the cleanliness of your material, the type of aluminum you're working with, and the thickness of the material. To dive a little bit deeper into this rabbit hole, I pulled the following information from a Lincoln Electric user manual. And it says, EN, EP, and balance are settings all tied to the overall amperage setting of the machine. If the overall welding current is changed, the EN to EP ratio is maintained, right? So if I set my machine at like 75% balance, you know, and I, I go from uh, 130 amps to 220 amps, that 75-25 split isn't going to change, right? I still have the same balance. My amperage has just changed. But the individual values change with the output. So example, if electrode negative is set to 180 amps, 
and electrode positive is set to 120 amps and my balance is maintained at 75%, the displayed welding current is going to be 165 amps. So if the welding current is now adjusted to 220 amps, the balance, gonna, the balance is going to stay at 75%, but the EN is going to change to 240 amps and the electrode positive to 160 amps. So it's a three to two ratio that's maintained. So with all that being said, we're going to get an average amperage. And there's actually a formula for that. And it's average amperage equals electrode negative times the percent of balance plus electrode positive times one minus the percent of balance. Let's go ahead and do an example. And we're probably getting a little bit deeper in here than you know most people need. But you know the information, I want to put it out there uh, just so you all would have this. And I'll, I'll you know, I just want to do a quick example with this math here for a second. Let's say uh, from our example above, but we're going to do 65% DC negative. We said that we set our DC negative to 250 amps and our DC positive to 60 amps. So the formula is then going to be 250 times 0.65, which is 65%, plus 60 times 1 minus 0.65 for that 65% balance. We would then get an average amperage of 183.5 amps. And I'm going to go ahead and leave that formula and the calculations in the show notes so you all can see that because I know that uh, math in an audio format isn't the best way to kind of get that information across. But I thought it was worth discussing. So you can check out that figure, uh, look at the formula, run some numbers in there if you want, and at least you'll have it in audio and a video format, or I'm sorry, audio and a visual format. All right, now I know that that whole thing was probably clear as mud. So let's go ahead and clean it up a little bit more because I found some more information on uh, Miller's website. So Miller had a, a little blurb in there about amplitude control, and it says, quote, independent amplitude control available only on some inverters allows EN and EP amperage values to be set independently. Independent control of EN and EP portions of the AC cycle allow the operator to direct more or less energy into the workpiece as well as take the heat off the tungsten, right? We, we don't want a whole lot of heat on our tungsten. It goes on to say, for example, when welding a thick piece of aluminum, the operator can put 250 amps of electrode negative into the work and only 60 amps of electrode positive into the tungsten. This provides faster travel speeds, faster feeds of filler rods, deeper penetration, and the potential to eliminate preheating. Some companies cut production time into two-thirds using this technology. Independently increasing electrode negative amperage while maintaining or reducing electrode positive amperage allows a narrower arc cone that lets the operator use a smaller diameter electrode to make a narrower weld and may allow the use of straight argon in place of argon helium, unquote. So why would somebody want to use amplitude? Well, given the information we just discussed from that article, I could see several benefits of using this type of technology if we can kind of get our heads wrapped around it and understand exactly what it does. First off, immediately I see overall cost benefits to the owner of the company, whether that's you or whether you're working for somebody else. Working for somebody else is just going to make you more valuable having this understanding. So the first thing I see with this settings, uh, we're able to increase travel speed. So increased travel speed is going to mean less welding time which sucks if you really enjoy welding, but it's great for production speeds. So now we can kick out more parts per hour. Okay, so that's going to make you a more valuable employee. Uh, if you're bidding work, you're going to be able to get the work done much faster and, you know, maybe probably charge the same amount of, you know, time you were charging before 
but now you can crank out more parts. Uh, I also see weld quality going up due to the increased penetration uh, because a lot of times when you see aluminum break, it's usually due to lack of fusion. So having increased penetration, that's going to be much better for our weld profile because we can assign more DC amperage to that negative side, thus giving us more penetration into the base metal. Additionally, if we're using helium to weld our aluminum for the increased heat, we can now just adjust amplitude instead and eliminate the cost of helium. And I don't know if you guys have priced out a, a bottle of helium, but I mean, that stuff's pretty expensive and allegedly it's getting more scarce. So if we can get away with not having to use helium when we do our AC TIG welding for aluminum, um, you know, we're, we're going to be much better off. So that's a, a whole, that's a direct cost that we no longer have to make. We're also going to save money on tungsten, which is another direct cost and having to sharpen the tungsten, which is an indirect cost because now we're wrecking the point because we got too much DC positive on our, on our cycle. When the amplitude is set properly, it's going to allow us to maintain that point when we're running aluminum on an inverter. So now I'm saving money on the tungsten because I'm not burning it up all the time. And I'm saving time because I'm not having to go back there and redress that tungsten up all the time. So I can see, you know, many benefits to this. And then I also see some benefits to the welder, not, not the machine, but you know, the actual operator. So with adjusting our amplitude, we can now use a smaller diameter tungsten to make smaller welds on thicker material. Now, this isn't always going to be something you need to do, but at least now we have some new options, you know, options that we didn't have before, because if we wanted to make a smaller weld on thicker material, we still need to have the appropriate amount of amperage to bust into that material, you know, get good ample weld penetration. So you really can't do that. If, you know, if I'm trying to push 200 amps on a 1 tungsten on, you know, regular AC with, you know, um, you know, 240 amps, it's not going to work. You know, I'm just going to melt that tungsten. But now I can assign 200 amps on that, uh, that 1 16th tungsten. It's not going to melt because I have that on my DC negative side. And then I can just set like 60 amps to the positive side. So now I got that cleaning action. I'm taking a lot of the heat out of the tungsten and I'm putting it into the base metal. It's also going to provide the operator with more knowledge so you can completely customize your own waveform. So you see guys out there like Mark Winchester and, and Jesse McCollum and that welder guy 33 on Instagram with like, all the crazy aluminum welding that they're doing. It's just beautiful work. You know, this is probably a setting that they're in there adjusting. Same thing with uh, Christian Cordez that I had on the podcast. He's one of the guys that I consulted and he uses the DC offset quite a bit just to kind of save his tungsten, get that increased penetration and improve his travel speeds or increase his travel speeds. I mean, there's, there's a lot of benefits going on to it here. And, you know, if you want to become a much better, more well-rounded welder, you know, be considered a professional, lay in some really nice work, you know, this is a, a setting that I could see, you know, you'd want to start taking advantage of. I know, you know, once I get back into school, uh, I'm going to go back to the machines and start messing around with them because, you know, the more you know, the better you're going to be. And, you know, this is more information I can pass off to my students to make them much better welders. Like I said, all in all, amplitude is, is very similar to balance, but instead, instead of adjusting time on positive or negative, now we're adjusting the amperage to positive and negative. So I can, I can, I can assign very specific amperage to my negative for the penetration, very specific amperage to my positive for, for the cleaning action, and then I can adjust my balance as well. So now I've got time and amp, amperage on my side. You know, I can completely customize a whole new waveform for this. Now, remember, the feature isn't available on transformer rectifiers. So if you got like these old dinosaur type machines, you're probably not going to have it on there. And it's available on certain inverters. So not every inverter is going to have it. But the, the newer inverters do. I know a lot of the Lincoln stuff has it. I know a lot of the Fronius stuff has it. 
Uh, Miller, I think it's actually an upgrade for some of their machines. So you can actually buy that memory card, plug it into the front of the machine, and then you can uh, you can actually have that feature on your your dynasties and stuff. So if your dynasty doesn't come with that, you know, there's there's an upgrade for it. So there's just some information on some of the machines that will have it. Now, if you have access to this feature, go ahead and mess around with it. You know, adjust the uh, adjust those amps on negative and positive and, you know, let me know what your results you know are. I want to see, you know, send me some pictures, shoot me some messages on the uh, Instagram there through my DM or shoot them through the, uh, the email show at arcjunkies.com. I kind of want to see what everybody's take on this is, you know, uh, so Jacob and Michael, I hope I was able to answer your question in this episode. Thank you guys so much for submitting your request and your support of the new episodes. I hope everybody who listens to this has been able to learn something along the way. If you all, um, if you all have questions you want answered on the show, go ahead and shoot me a DM on Instagram at Arc Junkies Podcast. You can also send me an email, show at arcjunkies.com. I'm pretty responsive on both those platforms. I don't let anything go unread for more than uh, probably 24 to 48 hours, depending on you know the workload and the, uh, the amount of messages and emails I'm getting. But I, I, I will get back to you. I don't leave anything unanswered. And if I use your question on an episode, I'll give you credit and I'll send you a free sticker pack, just like Jacob and Michael here. Their stickers are already on the way. Now, if you guys are enjoying the show, uh, I, all I ask is please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's just going to help more people find the episodes so we can help more welders and get this information out there. It's completely free. You know, I mean, you just download this stuff on your app and you get to listen to it and you get all this knowledge and stuff. And I'm the one over here doing all the research for you. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, I'm, I'm trying to help out as many people as I can with these episodes, both with the Arc Junkies the Just the Tip Tuesdays, and the Weld Wednesdays with AWS. And if you're learning stuff from these episodes, please share them with your friends and your coworkers. You know, let's go ahead and spread the good word. Um, I know when I was in welding school, if my instructor didn't have the information, I had to go and research it myself. And, you know, there's, I'm not, I'm not big on reading. You know, now we have resources like YouTube, so you can actually watch somebody do a demonstration. We have, uh, you know, podcasts, so you can actually absorb this information and learn about different forms and functions and settings on your machines you know, just through an audio format while you're at work, you know, so maybe some of you guys are well on aluminum today and this, this episode hits just right. You know, I had a, I had a guy respond to me from the, uh, the MIG welding episode and he was actually listening to it while he was at work. And then he went over there and readjusted his machines based off the information that I, I share in the podcast and his weld quality improved like dramatically because now he understood what volts and, and amps do and, or volts and wire speed do independently. So, you know, it's it obviously, these episodes are helping people out. So if you guys could share them and, you know, leave reviews and stuff, I'd really appreciate it. Uh, hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Stay safe out there. And until next time, make every well better than your last. <laughs>